I'm Rob. I'm Michelle. And this is Two, Two Librarians, Librarians Walk, Walk Into a, a Shelf. Welcome to Podcast 40. The big 4-0. What? I All right. Yeah, I can't believe they let us talk this many times. Uh, yeah, but still, 40, that's a, that's a huge accomplishment it when is. you get to work. Our podcast is over the hill. Oh, I'll be there soon. Which is why I didn't say we're over the hill. Only one of us <laughs> in real life is over the hill. But the podcast has now joined me. We're gonna we're gonna be grouchy. Is it all downhill from here? It is downhill, but it's a heck of a ride. Cool. So no worries there. So we have a special podcast for this big 40. You want to explain to everybody what we're doing today? Yeah, we put out a call for questions on social media and for other staff members throughout the library system to just ask us anything they wanted to know, whether it's about the library or about us or about the podcast. And we have a set of 20-ish questions here um, pulled from all sorts of places that we're going to answer today. Yep. Yep. And so let's just, let's just get into it. Yeah. Question number one. Does the work of doing a podcast take away from your other responsibilities at the library? Yes, it does. Absolutely, it does. Yes. We should be working right now. We should be working right now. <laughs> <laughs> How do you juggle it with the other things we have to do on your job? All right. Well, this one's kind of tricky. It is a juggling act. Um, we try to record in the morning when there's enough coverage everywhere. And some mornings it's trickier than others. Sometimes we end up doing it in the, uh, we, we end up recording in the afternoon because there's just more people here. But it's, uh, some some days it's more of a uh, challenge than other days, I would say. But we've, we've managed to do it 40 times now. 40 whole times. <laughs> <laughs> How do your coworkers feel about the podcast? I think we get pretty good feedback from our coworkers. I hope they don't view the time that it takes us to write and record episodes as a drain on them. I hope that we manage it well enough that they don't they don't see it that way. Yeah, I hope not either because seriously, our coworkers are absolutely fabulous. They always let us take the time. Yes. And then when we do weird, bonkers <laughs> Halloween shows, everyone jumps in to mm -hmm. play a part when we need them and – I, I hope that they know how much we appreciate them. Yeah, I hope so, too. So, thanks, guys. You guys are awesome. Yep. So far, so good. Couldn't do it without you. Yep. They might turn on us for the next one. Who knows? That's true. This isn't a question, but we got a dare based on uh, someone's pet peeve. This person has dared the two of us to create a like jar and set it on the table between us while we record our podcast. So, each of us would hold a roll of quarters, and every time one of us uses the word like, that person has to stop and put a quarter in the jar, and whoever has the most quarters at the end of the podcast wins. So what do you think? I don't like that. I, <laughs> I don't think that's what they meant. Oh, okay. Um, no, honestly, for me at least, I'm so concentrating trying not to say uh. Mm -hmm. I'm trying not to do that because like, Oh man, I just did it. <laughs> <laughs> See this? I don't even think about it when I do it. We've been told by our editor, who's an amazing editor, mm -hmm. that when we pause, instead of saying, uh, 
that we we're not making ourselves sound smarter like we're really trying to think of something brilliant to say so i just try to keep on talking without saying uh <laughs> and i'm not even aware that i'm saying like this seems like a lot of responsibility to turn it into a uh, it does a game let's just play a game with quarters instead i know a game already okay all right so we can take half of this idea and uh implement it yeah in a much more rewarding fashion i'm pretty sure that i say um more than i realize and i'm sure that i say like because i was a teenager in the 90s oh i'm i definitely say like a lot because i feel i don't i don't think i could get rid of it i'm gonna try but i i've always felt like i was a teenage valley girl trapped in a middle-aged man's body i see and uh i don't Hide my love for shopping malls Mm-mm. or 80s and like and 80s girl bands. That's the Go Go's mm-hmm. like are awesome and totally for sure. Like, uh, I just want to hang out at the mall. I could never step foot in a mall again and be totally happy. <sighs> Next question I'm often interested in reading the books you recommend, but I'm out walking my dog while I listen to the podcast. Where can I find a list of recommended titles from each podcast? Good question. Yeah, in the show notes for each episode, depending on which app or website you choose to listen to the podcast through, you should be able to find the show notes. Um, there's usually like a little arrow button or something to expand um, the info about the podcast, just you know, around where the title is. In the show notes, you can find all the media that we mention in each episode, and depending on which If you're listening on an app, depending on which app you're using, it could be a link directly to the item in our catalog. Some podcast apps or websites don't allow links in their show notes. So it's just a title there that you would have to then type into the HMCPL catalog on our website. Now, we used to do a blog. We've stopped doing the blog, but... Sometimes we have a lot of material that we cover. Right. Do you do you tend to try to get all of that into those show notes? I try more or to, less? I try to get everything that we talk about in the show notes. Man. If it's something that we just talk about in passing, I may not add that in. Right. But if it's something that we spent time talking about, I definitely will add that. Okay. So like your list of movies, they get linked. Wow. That's mm-hmm. a lot of work. Sometimes. I almost feel bad. No, you don't. Would you consider doing a podcast about biographies? Sure. We could actually do books and movies, cover biographies and then biopics. You mean biopics? I'm just writing it like it looks. Okay. The next question is, this person would like to hear a series of podcasts where we interview employees from each branch promoting what is unique about each branch. Uh, This person says that they know the library promotes itself as one library, but they've always thought it should promote itself as one library, many unique branches. And it's definitely many unique branches. Each Absolutely. branch serves the community that it lives in in different ways because the communities need different things. So we've interviewed a few people from around the library so far. We're definitely interested in interviewing people from every branch if they would like to be on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, reach out. Let us know if you're from another branch. Uh, we've heard from Monrovia. We've heard from the downtown library. Yeah, that would be great, actually, and just have people coming in and saying why you should be going into their uh Library branch. Yeah, for sure. Would you consider a podcast about books versus movies if we haven't already? For example, books that were made into movies and which was better and why? I think we've touched on that before. We have. And I think we've talked about 
an upcoming episode where we would discuss movies that should never have been made yes. from books. Yeah. I think that would be a fun topic. And I, and I do believe we have mentioned stuff. I remember when I was reading Blade Runner last summer mm-hmm. and I was having a hard time with it, even though I appreciated it more reading it the second time as an adult, I still didn't like it as much as the movie. And then a simple plan was the movie that you liked over the book. Yes. It, so, was, it was actually much better. Yeah. So maybe we need to, do a full episode. That's probably worth it. That could be fun. Next question. Do you shush people? Not typically, although I have been shushed by a patron. Really? Yes. The um, librarian got shushed? Yeah, I was actually in my office talking to my supervisor at the downtown branch when I worked there, and a patron who was looking at magazines stepped into the office and told us to be quiet, and did we know this was a library? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had I've had people tell me I was being a little too loud, and there are always people that probably have been around long enough to remember when libraries were quiet places. As we're discussing libraries being quiet places, there is a small child running amok out in the library and making train noises. Yes, libraries are not quiet places anymore. And we like it that way. Use your indoor voice, not your outdoor. No, use your outdoor voice, not your indoor voice. (laughs) (laughs) What would an ideal library animal be? Well, I know how you feel about pets. No pets in the library. No animals. Go to the zoo. But you have a different outlook. I think a library cat is ideal. Uh, All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's play a different game here. Okay. You can have three animals in the library. One is your support animal. Okay. One is your guardian animal. Okay. And then one is the library mascot. Go. Okay. For my support animal, I'm choosing a lap cat because there's nothing better than a cozy cat purring when you need support. You might disagree. I do. (laughs) Guardian, after this morning and seeing the terror that the two geese in our parking lot were striking in the hearts of our employees, like these Canadian geese look like they meant business, I think our guardian animals should be those Canadian geese. They can patrol our parking lot and keep us safe. Definitely. They 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 were terrifying. They were walking slow-mo at my window. It was creepy. They did sort of walk like the beginning of Reservoir Dogs, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. I I like that in movies. I don't know that I like that in real life. And then the mascot animal for the library, I think I'm going to say a snake. Really? Yeah. Didn't know you were going to go with the snake. I just think they're cool. Okay. Well, I know that whenever we have a snake in the library for a program, kids can't wait to touch it. Yep. So that would probably actually be a pretty good mascot. Yeah. Like I don't think kids are scared. I don't think kids are scared of anything. No, I don't think so either. But I think snakes are cool. I think for me, my support animal would be like a wolverine. Okay. My guardian, maybe like a kangaroo that boxes. Sure. Would and they that, use the inflatable boxing gloves? No, they would use real regulation okay. boxing gloves. All and right. then the mascot of the library would be like one of those monkeys that make people say, what's wrong with its butt? <laughs> Just because I think that would be funny. Okay. So. I guess I'm not surprised at any of your choices. So what's your favorite work time snack? I think I know the answer. As you well know. Is it Tootsie Roll fruit chews? Tootsie Roll fruit chews. Okay. Or a Snickers. I can eat the heck out of those. All right. And you? I think peanut butter crackers. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen you eat a peanut butter cracker, but okay. 
you're not paying attention. What's your favorite after work cocktail? After work cocktail. It's been a rough day at the library. What do you drink? Rough day at the library. I can't even imagine what that would be. Um, Last Thursday. I'm a Yanglings man. I like a cold Yangling or two. Yangling okay. is a beer from Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Happens to be where I'm from. For real? Yes. Nice. So I am from the town where the oldest brewery in America is located. Did the town smell like beer? Yes. Huh. I have very exact memories of going to visit my grandparents. And you still like drinking that beer? Yes. And huh. the whole whole town of Pottsville smelled... Like Yingling. Like, yeah. Hops and barley, I guess. Wow. Yeah. What about you? I'm um, a margarita. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do you go to the trouble to make your own? Yes. Oh, do you do salt or no salt? Salt. Lime. So much salt. Lime or no lime? Yes, lime. Wow. Also orange if you, if I've got it. Orange slice and a margarita is very good. Nice. Recommend. Uh, what is the origin of don't trust robots? Well, this is kind of interesting. Well, why would you trust a robot? Exactly. I mean, it just Who seems... Who trusts robots? <laughs> don't you watch movies? <laughs> I mean, come or on. read books or exist. <laughs> Have you ever noticed a robot doing good? <laughs> I guess those little vacuum cleaner ones. I, they try. But they're just they're just waiting to do something evil. I think I so. Think. So the origin of Don't Trust Robots comes from a genuine fear of robots. Yes. <laughs> um, we were told that podcasts tend to have like a log-off line. Like a sign-off. Sign-off line, yeah. So we just sat and threw stuff back and forth at each other. And that probably would have been hilarious if we'd have recorded all those, whatever we were coming up with. We did not, though. No, we didn't. <laughs> and for some reason, Don't Trust Robots was the one that we stuck with. Yeah. So. It just seemed right. Do you remember when we first met? I do. I was still a floater, but I had gotten hired here. And I was... Down at Maine, I think it was, I want to say it was a Saturday, might not have been, maybe it was a night, I don't remember. Um, so you don't remember when we first No, I do, I just don't remember what time of day it was. Okay. So we were down there and Misty was giving me, was was hassling me because I was coming out to Madison and she was doing like this, you're uppity now, you're not going to ever talk to us again, this and that. And you joined in. I hadn't been working there very long. So you, I, I get peer pressure. You had yeah. to, you had to just jump in with the bullying, <laughs> and and that's when I knew that you probably weren't a very nice person. You're wrong. What are you? No, no, no. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> that's not the first time. That's not the first time we worked together. We worked together a whole weekend on the second floor downtown. When? Before you got hired on full time at Madison, sometime that fall, a whole weekend. <sighs> This we talked again. about movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you're right. That was the first time we met. All right, forget what I just said. <laughs> we worked a weekend together. All right, well. Next question. Before it gets weird, next question. Where would you go on vacation together? <laughs> what? We would not go on vacation together. <laughs> is this a real question? This is <laughs> somebody asked that. I, okay. We um, would not go on vacation together. We would not go on vacation together. Nope. I have yet to go on vacation with um 
a coworker. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Okay. All right. Uh, do the two of you do anything for special occasions? <laughs> wait, wait, what? I mean, like out. The, at work, when like a coworker has a birthday, we bring a cake. I don't think that's what they mean. Oh, what? Did it... I think there's a line blurred here. Okay, like this just... is like this is moonlighting or something. No, <laughs> we are just coworkers at the library. We just happen to have desks next to each other. It's not like we're we're not like Donnie and Marie or anything. It, it, we're exactly like Donnie and Marie. Do what? We're like Donnie and Marie. They're brother and sister. Yes, 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 yes. You're right. Yes, yes. We are exactly like Donnie and Marie. We are like Donnie and Marie, like brother and sister. Sorry, I think I was confusing them with the captain and Tennille. Don't do that. Okay. Whew. This is weird. Let's, next one. Uh, Bill and Ted or Jay and Silent Bob? Oh, good question. <laughs> this is a great question. Actually, this is a good question because I have just watched both of the new I, uh, the well, reboots. I, I, yeah, I tried to watch Bill and Ted face the music. I hated it. You be careful what you say because our editor's going to come after you. Well, I couldn't get into it. Okay. I don't know. Let's let me say that I didn't hate it. I could not get into it. I found it very difficult to get into watching two grown men act like they're still eighteen. It was very unnerving. I can appreciate that. So I did not like it. I didn't finish it. The Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I. Watched that before, and because I didn't completely hate it is why I watched Bill and Ted. Jay and Silent Bob, I was worried about, they seem to be like those guys that you used to hang out with in high school, Mm -hmm. and then when you catch up with them later in life, They're still the guys that you hang out with in high school, yeah. And for the most part, they are, but that movie had something that I I really connected with. So So should I watch it, or was it too yucky? Because I like old Jay and Silent Bob. And you know I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith. Right. I would watch it. I would okay. say watch it. But I'm my a, answer here is Jay and Silent Bob. Really, the only Bill and Ted I liked was the first one. I don't think I could watch it again. Okay. I didn't care for the second one when it came out. So and I and I just didn't get into the third. I've watched all the Jay and Silent Bob. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my pick for that one. What's your favorite Jay and Silent Bob movie? Well, it's not the Jay and Silent Bob movie, but Clark's too. Sure. That's the movie that they're in. Yeah. 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 I okay. love that one. What about you? Uh, Dogma. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. Fleetwood Mac or the Mamas and the Papas? For me, this is very easy. It's Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Stevie Nicks Forever. Wasn't there a Mamas and the Papas song in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. I'm going to go with them because when the music is used right, it's cool. But did you watch the Americans, the like Russian spy show? No. I think it's the the pilot episode, the opening scene uses Tusk. Oh, I do love Tusk. And like it's like a car's chase and like a murder and it was just that scene that it hooked me and I watched that show. Now that show was pretty great. It it was fine. But that opening scene with the music. Anyway, I agree with you. Sometimes the music could just make something for you. All right, so I'm going to say it's a tie. Have you seen the Kevin Smith movie Tusk? No. Because in the wrap-up of that movie, <laughs> it, they play that song. Okay. And it is so cool in that movie. So for me, I'm going to say it's a uh, it's a tie on those. Okay. All right. All right. Aunt Clara or Uncle Arthur? This is a weird deep cut. So for anyone who watched Bewitched, um, which... 
fun fact about Michelle, I was only allowed to watch TV shows that my parents watched. I mean, there were exceptions, but the majority of the stuff we were allowed to watch as kids was because my parents had seen it and they approved of it. Okay. So I'm well-versed in Bewitched. (laughs) (laughs) And Uncle Arthur. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Yes, Yes. Holland. Uncle Arthur all the way. Although Aunt Clara, when she was on the show, was usually pretty funny. But yeah. she was so bumbling and 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 mush uh, mush brained yeah. that uh, she got a little bit. You know, it was frustrating to watch her. Friends or Seinfeld? I think I know how you're going to answer this, and I think I know how you're going to answer this. All right, what's your full answer? Friends. All right, my full answer. I was into both of them okay. at different times. Okay. When Friends came on years ago and it was like two or three of them in a row every night, I mm-hmm. watched all of them. And then I did the same with Seinfeld. Now, as an adult, I can go back and watch the Seinfeld a lot easier and, and still get a lot of laughs where I don't find as much as funny in Friends as I used to. That's fair. I also don't find Friends as funny as I used to. But it has a special place in my heart. Sure. I'm sure I'll be shocked to know that when it first came out, I wasn't allowed to watch it. What? So I got, I caught up with it later, like in college. And it was on, like halfway over when I started watching it for real. Oh, it was but, on, it was on the downslide mm-hmm, wrapping um, up. I never really watched Seinfeld. Okay. Like I get a couple of Seinfeld jokes or whatever. I've seen the soup Nazi episode, but like I understand Kramer. Right. I've seen enough of it, but I never watched it all the way through or regularly. Just, there are just some single episodes that are so crazy and so inventive. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's still great stuff in Friends. Like the, I think Joey puts a Thanksgiving turkey on his head and mm-hmm. runs around or something. He that, does. That's, that's always it gets funny. stuck. But yeah, yeah. But there's like episodes of Seinfeld that I am... I can still watch, and I'm dying on the couch watching it, like the Frogger episode where George wants to keep the Frogger machine plugged in but get it across the street because he's got the high score on it, and it turns into Frogger. (laughs) It's hilarious. Or when Kramer is living next to the Kenny Rogers Roasters and the sign keeps him awake. (laughs) (laughs) Just stuff like that. Uh, So I've watched plenty of both. Mm-hmm. At different times, I was like, I would have given you a different answer like 10 years ago, maybe, or, okay. or 15 years ago. So, next question Favorite Bob's Burgers character? Mine is Louise. Mine's Jean. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos of Louise makes me very happy. Oh, she's great. Mm-hmm. I think she's the character that everyone probably, if you don't identify with her, you mm-hmm. identify with the fact that you probably wanted to be more like her. I think that's why I like. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, man, that kid, no filters. Yeah, oh, she's the best. <laughs> Whereas Jean, how was Jean? <laughs> Lovable. <laughs> Lovable Jean. All right, next question. When did you know you were going to be work friends? For me, we had worked together for a while, always got along. That was back when we used to get along. Um, when we didn't argue all the time. <laughs> you recommended. We don't argue. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Um, You recommended a movie to me that I now love and cherish, and that's what we do in the shadows. I always, like, turn my nose up at it because I couldn't look at it and tell what it was about. Okay. And you you talked it up, had to watch it, 
I believe you might have even gone out to the floor, grabbed it, and put I it did. on my desk. Yeah, I did. yeah. I couldn't. Be, I couldn't even say I don't want to go all the way out to the floor to go get it. I just went and got it. And we watched it and fell in love with it. And I pr- we probably watched it three or four times where I just took it home on different times. And we just popped it in and watched it. Uh-huh. So I knew we were going to be friends then because I have total trust in your judgment now. I know I can trust you because you don't mess with somebody's time by, by recommending dumb movies to them. I try not to. So, and, and, and since then, you've turned me on to a bunch of different movies and books. I'm reading romances now, so <laughs> <laughs> which I don't do regularly, but I have read romances now. You don't have to couch it. It's okay. Okay. Well, I just, you know. <laughs> what about you? I think it's two things. One, when you wallpapered my cabinet with romance novel covers. <laughs> yeah. You um, got robbed. Yeah, when I when I came in to have the inside of my cabinet at my desk covered in like old Harlequin and ridiculous romance novel covers, like it, that was hilarious, and it still makes my day every day that I see the inside of my cabinet. <laughs> that was fun to do. I bet, and it's a joy to look at my cabinet. And then the other one was when we were able to bond over the Paul Lind Halloween special. Yes. Um, not everybody knows who Paul Lind is. I especially know. maybe not people of my generation. You so impressed me then. <laughs> I love Paul Lind. And I had never seen the Halloween special all the way through, but I knew about it. Right. And you happened to have a copy. Here, watch this. Yeah. And I, of course I did. So. And then I think we watched it here. We did. And then we recreated it last year. We did. So there you go. Oh, here's a question for you. Michelle, how do you know when Rob is saying something weird? When is he not? (laughs) She knows. Here's another fun one. Is Tug Ding Wallace ever coming back to the show? If you didn't listen to our Halloween special, our we had a special appearance of our uh, game show announcer, Tug Ding Wallace. Unfortunately, you want to tell the story? Yeah, unfortunately, we did a follow-up podcast in which Tug Ding Wallace was horribly killed, and that podcast never aired. Right. So because we killed the character, he won't be back. But the young man who voiced that character, Gant Moore, will be back on the show, possibly playing Tug Dingwallis's twin brother, Stud Dingwallis. Good times. We're, we're excited about that. We are. Uh, where is the internet? So this is a frequently asked question that we get at the <laughs> library. This one's sent to us uh, by Kendall from Hazel Green. Uh, where is the internet is a question she receives from patrons. Um, the internet is everywhere. It's all around us. Oh. It's in cables under your feet. It's in the air going to your cell phone. So just think of the So internet. it's everywhere. So it's you everywhere. can't go anywhere without the internet watching you. Pretty much no. So the internet's like Santa Claus. Yes. That is a great way to describe the internet. The internet. It knows everything you've done. <laughs> it knows when you've been nice. And it, it knows, knows when, when you've been, been naughty. It really does. <laughs> um, the internet is forever. So the internet is everywhere. That's deep. Uh, what's my password? Uh, we don't keep patrons' passwords at the library, so unfortunately, if you don't know your password, we we can't retrieve it for you. Another FAQ, how many books can you check out at once? That's a good question. How many books can you read at once? <laughs> <laughs> you can check out 50 items at Any one time. 50, and a lot of people get, how do I want to say this? 
used to be there were limits on what you could get, and it was only 30. Now there's no limits. Like some people used to always get 10 DVDs. Yep. You can get 50 DVDs if that's what you like. You could get 38 DVDs. Mm -hmm. You could get two CD books. Mm -hmm. And you could get 10 regular books or maybe five regular books and three graphic novels and then two – is my math right? Am I doing my math right? I think so. And then two autobiographies. Or you could you could literally do now. This is where it gets interesting. You could do thirteen DVD, mm-hmm. seven Blu-ray, mm-hmm. five audio books, mm-hmm. three graphic novels, and then the rest in books. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as you don't go over fifty, you're good. Yep. And you have all of that stuff. You have two weeks to watch and listen to all of that. And if no one has the item on hold, you can keep it for another two weeks, up to four times. So we can renew the item for you up to four times now. You see what I'm doing there? Yeah. You can tell when I lose count. When you lose count and you're like, and then the rest. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You can keep those items for at least two weeks, possibly longer. Nice. Yep. All right. And the last one here. Are you telling me the library is free? It is free as long as you follow the rules. So it's a free library card? If you live in Madison County. Oh. If you live outside of the county and would like access to the Huntsville Madison County Library collection, it's $20 a year. I still get a kick whenever anybody asks me how much it's going to cost to get their books and movies and whatnot. And that look on their face when you say it's free. It's free as long as you bring them back. Yeah, that's what this is. That's, that's, that's the whole point of the library. Like you don't have to barter. You don't have to pay for anything unless it's late. And you have to, you have, there's some, some services and whatnot that you pay for. But for the most part, if you're just checking out books, audiobooks, movies, you're good. It costs nothing. Yep. It's the good faith that you're going to bring them back and get some more. Yeah. There were a couple of questions that we received online that we don't have answers to, things about hours, when, when our hours might expand. We don't have any information about that to share, unfortunately, at this time. That'll be decisions that happen with the library board later on down the road when they think it's appropriate to expand our hours and our locations. But we'll get there. We will. And another one that was asked online that we don't have good answers for because we are not archivists, um, but someone asked what an archivist does all day. And actually, we have two videos on the library's YouTube page. You can search at YouTube for Huntsville Madison County Public Library two videos about what Shalice, our archivist, does on a regular basis. So if you're interested in learning about special collections at the library, that it's all on the third floor downtown, downtown Huntsville Library, um, and you can check out what she does in those videos. And I think we have a how-to video on how to be uh, – it actually follows an archivist slash um, professor as he goes and he finds stuff that's then archived in um, – the museum that he works for. Are you talking about that movie, The Librarian? No, Razor's the Lost Art, Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you seen the movie, The Librarian? No. With that guy from ER? George, Noah Wiley? George Clooney? No, Noah Wiley. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, it's about, he, like, is he in a, is it's kind of an archives? Indiana Jones works oh. in an archive situation. Okay. Well, it's kind of fun. I wish working in a library was more like that. Some days, but most of the time, I'm just really glad I get to work in like non-haunted situations without book <laughs> demons and air conditioning. Yeah, the air conditioning is huge. The book demons, yeah, you know, you, sometimes you just have to. You have to deal with them as they come. To deal with what you got. Yeah, yep. it's the luck of the draw. So the last question, what have you been reading and watching? I've been reading home decorating books. Oh, we for spring. 
Well, when we bought a house last summer and we haven't really done anything to it yet. And it needs, you know, it's a little dated. Uh, like the walls were Band-Aid color. It, it just needs some help. Sure. So the two I've found the most helpful to me have been by Michael and Smith. Uh, the first one is The Nesting Place. And the second one is Cozy Minimalist Home. And she has strategies as to like how to get the room the way you want it. And it's like step by step by step instead of like, here's a way to put stuff on a shelf. It's like, take everything out of the room and decide what you want the room to do. And then once you've decided what you want the room to do, you go from there instead of trying to shove what you think ought to be in the room in the room. Okay. So that's been helpful for me. You getting some ideas? Yeah. Hopefully, you know, we'll make the house look more like us instead of just a place where we've thrown our stuff. Right. So that's the goal. And I've been watching, it's a series, it was on Stars. it's now taken over by Shudder, which is the like horror movie streaming service I know you're familiar. Absolutely. The, the first book in the series by Deborah Harkness is called Discovery of Witches, and that's what the series is called, Discovery of Witches, and so far there's two seasons, it's been renewed for a third one, and as far as I can tell, it's mostly the first book so far in both seasons. Um, it's kind of a spin on witches and vampires and other kinds of creatures. I don't want to give too much away because the book, the books are really good. The series is okay. It's worth watching, but the books were better. We watched the first episode. It seemed like it was going for like a adult Harry Potter vibe. Yeah. It gets a little more in the second season when Shudder takes it over, it gets a little more vampire-y. Oh, okay. If you just watch the show, I don't think there's enough buy-in as to why the two main characters care about each other. Like, they're just expecting you to, like, already be like, oh, yeah, they're they're into each other. That There wasn't enough of, like, why do they care about each other? Which, that happens a lot in, like, weird vampire stuff when they're just like, oh, I'm drawn to you. Oh, okay. Oh, you're a vampire. Great. Huh? Yeah. So, but it's all right. Okay. I'm enjoying it. What about you? Well, I just finished reading the novelization of this um, shark movie called Cruel Jaws, and it was spectacular. It was written 25 years after the movie came out, so the guy who wrote it had 25 years to think about how to make the movie better, and he did it. It was great. It was nothing but gore and sleaze. Uh, we do not have that in the collection. That was my own personal book. I, I recently started reading a book. It was called, I believe it's called Vipco Video Nasties, and Video Nasty were the movies, the horror movies in the early 80s that, kind of caused an uproar in the UK and they were saying kids were watching these movies and turning into blood sucking freaks and a bunch of them got banned. And this is the company that <laughs> illegally put them all back out. <laughs> okay. This one is not in the system either, but I highly recommend both of them. Um, <laughs> as far as watching. Okay. I'm going to do that thing again where a couple episodes ago, I kind of made it sound like I don't watch or like comic book movies. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about it. And then we talked about yeah. So like, here's a comic book movie that I like even more than Wonder Woman 1984, which I which I thought was good, yeah. not great. This was great. This was everything a comic book movie should be. Birds of Prey: The Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. I okay. think I said I think I said all of that right. Yeah, I think so. That was awesome. I, it's basically the equivalent of the Deadpool movies, and Margot Robbie is. I love her. Great. She just runs with that movie. It's it's one of the, it's a girl power movie. All the action are, are uh, female heroes 
busting chops, jacking jaws, ripping off faces. It's great. I loved it. We have that in the system. And then I watched PG Psycho Goreman, and that's about a little girl that accidentally raises a demon and uses him as her um, playmate. And he's just trying to get away so he can murder every living thing in the galaxy, but she's got this gem to keep him docile. And uh, it's so crazy. I can watch this movie over and over again. Um, It's pretty much offended everybody that I know, so I'm not recommending it, but it's on Hoopla. Oh. You would have to pay for it anywhere else, but Hoopla, it is free. So if you you think you want to watch a really gory offensive, politically incorrect comedy horror gore movie. I don't think you're going to find anything better right now than PG Psycho Gorman. Not for the kids. Probably not for a lot of adults either. It does sound like something you would enjoy. Oh, I loved it. I I love a movie. Anytime a little person is in control of something, that's just funny to me. And with a demon, and the demon keeps on threatening her and all her little friends, it's just hilarious. <laughs> okay. So anyway, that's what I'm – and then, of course, I'm watching the new season of The Last Drive-In with Joe Bob Riggs. I'm oh. sure you're not. I'm not watching it, but I'm familiar. <laughs> of course you are. Yep. All right, kids. You know what we always say, no matter what they say, no matter what they try to convince you of – We We do do charge charge fines fines for for late late materials. materials. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The views expressed by the hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the Huntsville-Madison County Library System. For more information on the Huntsville-Madison County Public Library, visit us online at hmcpl.org. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics discussed today, visit your local library, which is us. No representation is made that your librarian is more knowledgeable than other librarians or that they have any expertise on your particular project.